This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. To help improve safety while driving at night, the AAA says it's time to allow vehicles equipped with adaptive driving beam headlights on U.S. roads, as they are in Europe and Canada. And if you're not familiar with the technology, the high beams are always on, and when the car detects another vehicle, that area is shaded out to prevent glare. The AAA says they improve lighting by as much as 86% compared to low beam lights. There is similar technology in the U.S. that automatically switches between high and low beams, which does help, but the low beams stay on when other cars are present, and that mitigates its effectiveness. We've had experience with adaptive driving beam headlights, and they work really well, so we think it makes total sense to adopt the technology too. China wants to significantly boost the number of electric vehicles on its roads, but some analysts are worried that the EV bubble is about to burst. According to Bloomberg, there are 486 EV manufacturers registered in the country, which has tripled the amount from just two years ago. That's because it's not just automakers investing in electrics. Internet, electronic, and even real estate moguls are pouring money into EV startups. EV sales are expected to hit 1.6 million vehicles this year in China, but that's just 4% of all passenger car sales, and that's not enough demand to support all those brands. The Chinese government also slashed subsidies for EVs to encourage manufacturers to innovate instead of relying on the subsidies. That's why analysts are saying we're likely to see a number of EV companies go under or get gobbled up by larger automakers. Still to come, a look at some of the latest reveals in New York. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. Godzilla just got a little bit bigger and badder. Nissan has made a number of race-inspired upgrades to the GTR Nismo. There's a ton of carbon fiber on this car, including the front and rear bumpers, front fenders, hood, roof, side sill covers, trunk, and rear spoiler, which contributes to a weight loss of nearly 70 pounds. Scallop vents on top of the fenders were modeled after the GT3 GTR and help improve downforce and smooth out aerodynamics. New turbochargers, also from the GT3 car, is said to enhance the acceleration response by 20%. Other highlights include a revised titanium exhaust system, updated suspension tuning, and carbon ceramic Brembo brakes. Nissan also celebrated the 50th anniversaries of the GTR and the Z car with a couple of special edition models. Both feature a number of unique 50th anniversary touches inside and out. Toyota took the wraps off the new Highlander, which is built on a new platform and features updated styling. Two powertrains are available, a three and a half liter V6 that's mated to an eight speed automatic, which is expected to deliver 22 miles to the gallon combined. It's also offered with a hybrid, which consists of a two and a half liter four cylinder engine and two electric motors. It's estimated to deliver 34 MPGs combined, which is a 17% improvement over the current Highlander hybrid. The new SUV is also now available with Toyota's safety suite of driver assistance technologies. The regular Highlander hits dealer showrooms in the U.S. in December, 
while the hybrid will be available in February of 2020. Genesis revealed a sleek, compact car called the Mint. The electric concept has a range of 200 miles and was created by the company's design studios in Europe, Asia, and the U.S. One of its wildest features is how you gain access to the rear. It doesn't have a traditional trunk. Instead, you can access it through two scissor-style doors on either side of the vehicle. And while this won't make it to production, the Mint concept is meant to show off the company's vision of a future city car. Jaguar refreshed the XE sedan for 2020, and this is a bit more than your standard refresh. At the front, the bumper has been reworked, the headlamps are slimmer, and the grille and lower vents are wider. The rear bumper has also been updated, as has the rear taillights and valence. The interior has been redesigned with greater use of soft-touch materials. Customers can also choose an optional 10-inch upper touchscreen. Other technology highlights include more driver assistance features and a new digital rearview mirror, similar to what GM has been using. The 2020 XE will start arriving this summer with a starting price of nearly $41,000, including destination charges. There was one more big reveal in New York yesterday, the new Lincoln Corsair, and John talked with the chief engineer of the SUV. That's coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. One of the big reveals at the New York Auto Show is the new Lincoln Corsair. You're going to learn about it now because we've got John Geraish, the chief engineer of the Corsair. And John, why don't we start at the front and work sure. backwards and Thanks, kick John. it off talking about the powertrain. So this is the all-new Corsair built from the ground up on one of our five flexible architecture, the front-wheel drive architecture. Two turbocharged engines, a two-liter and a two-three, made it to an 8F transmission for agile performance. Okay, all-wheel drive optional on the two-liter, standard, standard on, on the, the two-three. Two, 250 horse with the two-liter, 280 with the two-three. And 310 foot-pounds of torque when you need it on the two-three. <laughs> Real good. Let's take a look at the inside because you got a great story yeah, here. Yeah, so we tried something fun here. We have this Beyond Blue package that we offered on the high series. And, and that's uh, the trim that you see on the dashboard, the seats and the door trim. Gives you a unique option from what we typically offered. And David and his team did a great job with the horizontal design language, really opening up the space to give you the roominess. And then back to that design brief, that quiet flight mantra to keep it at open and provide you a sanctuary to, to our clients. Let's go to the back here because you got a real story on the kind of luggage capability that this vehicle has. And let me kick the, the door open. So we also wanted to make it functional. So it, as you can see, it easily fits four large suitcases. We'll put you to work, John. Yeah. So I'll help you take it out because we'll also show you the rear sliding seat feature. So you got a lot of luggage room here, but you got a good story with... All right, I'll ask Trevor to help me go and slide the second row seat back so when you want that second row leg room and that knee room you can achieve it by just using uh, the sliding feature so yeah you guys have created a lot more space back there than before and you know one thing that i like uh, about what you are all are saying is that the corsair is so different from the mkc that you don't really consider this a replacement for the mkc that's right john if you 
seen what we've did on Navigator and Aviator in terms of our quiet flight journey. And that design brief kind of informed what we were, where we were heading as a brand. And the Corsair is a manifestation of that. It's the next product that we have in our product cycle plan to deliver that quiet flight promise for our customers. Well, good, John, thanks so right. much for the walk around. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, John. Thanks for that report. And for even more from the New York Auto Show, be sure to tune in to AutoLine After Hours tomorrow afternoon. John and Gary will be talking about the latest reveals, so tune in to see what vehicles they think stole the show. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.